So now the matchups are officially set. What are Ohio State and Michigan getting into with Georgia and TCU? You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, we're going to take a look at the two opponents for the two Big Ten teams in the college football playoff, the number one team in the nation and the defending champion Georgia Bulldogs and the Big 12's TCU Horned Frogs making their first appearance in this college football playoff. We're going to get into all of what those two teams have to offer here on today's program as well as what some of the numbers from Vegas say about what they think will happen in this playoff. Before we get into any of that, though, this is Locked On at Big Ten, where you get everything you need to know about the conference every single day. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. OmahaSteaks.com is the website to go to and use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for an extra $30 off your order. It's OmahaSteaks.com and promo code LOCKEDON. All right, let's dive into these matchups that we have coming up in the college football playoff at the end of the month. Ohio State is the four seed set to face off against the reigning champion number one Georgia Bulldogs. And then Michigan will have TCU as the two seed facing off against the three seed in Texas Christian. We'll start with number one, Georgia, a team that is undefeated and has not looked like it's been all that close to losing except for maybe a couple of times this season. Georgia's been really, really good for a really, really long time, and over these last couple of years, has taken over Alabama's spot as the team to beat in college football. They're the reigning national champs. They have not lost this season. They've sat at the top of the rankings for a long, long time, if not right below whoever the hot undefeated team was of the week. Georgia's really good, and if you ask I think the majority of people would say that they're the favorites to go into this college football playoff because Michigan's still undefeated, but I think all three other teams have at least something that people are pointing to as, okay, here's why Georgia's going to be able to beat them. I imagine if you put a poll out, we didn't put a poll out for this quite yet, but I imagine if you put a poll out, who's going to win this thing? Georgia might be getting in more than 50% of the votes if you polled people from across the country. But let's get into how Ohio State beats that team then. Let's start off with some more good numbers for the Bulldogs. And there aren't really that many bad numbers to go over, so we'll just go over the good ones. Uh, Maybe the best run defense in the country. Now, the Big Ten has plenty of teams that could try and claim that too, but when you're looking at the numbers, just about every statistic out there is one of the best in the country on that running defensive side of the ball, as is it on the offensive side in the totals for Georgia, too. This team scores points, it is efficient, and it does it relentlessly. Uh, When we talk about, like, how Purdue beats Michigan in the Big Ten championship game, those things that allow a lesser team to get a win, the things that Georgia does so well are those things, which is why it's so, so hard to beat them when you put that on top of the fact that they're probably, if 
not definitely the most talented team in the country out there. The team just executes. Uh, the team makes all the plays. Uh, second in the country on third down conversions. Second in the country on fourth down conversions. First in the country in both red zone scoring on offense and on defense. Georgia scores when it gets into the red zone 98.4% of the time. Even more impressive, when opposing teams get into the red zone, they score just 60% of the time on defense. Best in the country on both ends. So if you're trying to beat Georgia, you got to be near perfect. And I think that's something that just about every Ohio State fan knew, right? Buckeyes come into this game off of one loss, have maybe the best offense that Georgia is going to have seen in a very long time. This year you could make a really good argument for. But everyone kind of knew that Georgia is the top of the top in college football, right? So what can Ohio State do here? Well, if you're a conventional Ohio State thinker here, and you think in the same way that you've thought about every other Ohio State game, the answer is the offense blows them out of the water. Ohio State's passing offense is incredibly good, and while Georgia's pass defense is plenty good too, there is at least maybe a little bit of a weakness there. Like, the run defense is what really, really is dominant for Georgia. Like, if Michigan was going up against Georgia, I'd be like, this is going to be real trouble for Michigan trying to score points. The run defense is the big strength. The pass defense is really good too. But at the very least, the thing that Ohio State is best at, passing the ball around, is the thing that it seems like Georgia, if it's going to give up points, is going to give up points doing through the through the air. But here's what you need to, I think, really wrap your head around if you're an Ohio State fan. The Buckeyes probably aren't going to score that many points in this game. If you want to win this game, you're going to have to try and find a way to slow down Stetson Bennett and that Georgia offense, which has not been easy to do. This offense is not elite elite in really any aspects. The, the tight end for the Bulldogs is the best in the country, but as far as passing offense and rushing offense, they aren't like the dominant, dominant forces that we talk about with some of these teams at the top. So if Ohio State wants to win, Ohio State fans, I feel like, are so used to saying it's going to be by scoring 35, 40 points that the Buckeyes win this game. You need to realize that's not what's going to happen against Georgia. The Bulldogs on the season have only gotten close to losing twice. And those two times have been times not when a defense or an offense has been able to score against Georgia, but when a defense has been able to slow that offense down. Betting on beating this Georgia defense is not going to work. The two closest calls of the season for the Bulldogs. Against Missouri, they won 26-22. Against Kentucky, they won 16-6. Those are the only times that they've been even close. Every other time, Georgia just scores a bunch of points, and the defense holds teams down. This defense has given up 30 points just once all season, last weekend against LSU. So if you think the Buckeyes are going to come out here and be dropping four or five touchdowns on this team, no. It's a really good offense, and maybe Ryan Day finds a way to make that happen. But if you're a Buckeye fan, you need to understand that the way that you beat Georgia is not by outscoring them. The defense is not going to let that happen. It will be by Ohio State's defense allowing the offense to stay in it while it's trying to figure out what Georgia's doing on that side. This is strength on strength. Make no mistake of it. Ohio State's offense against Georgia's defense. So maybe 
Ohio State's able to come out and do something that nobody this season has done against Georgia so far. But that's the point I'm trying to make, is that while every team here has a couple of close calls, Georgia's do not come because other teams score points on them. It's only when the Georgia offense struggles a bit when a team has ever gotten close to knocking off the Bulldogs this season. That's the key, I think, if you're going into and starting to look at this Ohio State matchup, realizing that the offense may not be the saving grace for the Buckeyes. We'll get into next what Michigan has to do to stop TCU, the Horned Frogs. With a loss now, going into the college football playoff as underdogs against the Wolverines, how can Michigan make sure there is no surprise upset and the Wolverines can head to the national championship game after missing out last season? We'll get into that in just a minute here on Locked On Big Ten. But before we do, Omaha Steaks has the steak that you need or a family member could like for the holiday season. That's where I really like the Omaha Steaks is because if you have some of those people out there who seem to have everything, or you're getting to the point where you've been buying gifts for them for a while, what do you get the person that has everything? My personal vote is food. And good food is the way to go. Omaha Steaks is pretty much the best. It's a steak and it's a good one at that. Omaha Steaks has your order ready to ship right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right, let's talk a little bit more about the Purdue matchup, or Purdue matchup, the Michigan matchup with TCU after Michigan beat Purdue in the Big Ten championship game last weekend. Unlike Georgia, TCU comes into this game with flaws apparent. Uh, this is a true Big 12 team in the sense that it's going to score a lot of points, but at the same time, it's likely going to give up a lot of points along the way. Kind of an exact opposite of what we talked about with Georgia. Georgia's not going to give up points. It's just something the Bulldogs don't do. TCU will, go, will give up points. It's just kind of something the Horned Frogs do. Uh, in this season, it's allowing 26 points per game. Not great for a college football team that's supposed to be tops in the country. There's nothing really statistically about this defense that stands out. There's teams that have been able to pass the ball against it well. There's teams that have been able to run the ball against it well. On the season, five different times, the Horned Frogs have given up at least 30 points in the game. So if you're Michigan, on offense, the plan is to just kind of stay the course. I'm not concerned about Michigan scoring points against this team. I am not concerned about Michigan going out there without Blake Corum on the field. Donovan Edwards has shown over the last couple of games that he is plenty capable of being able to take over this rushing attack for the Wolverines. And on the other side, J.J. McCarthy, at least against Ohio State, showed he's plenty good at throwing the football as well, too. So with what Michigan is going to try to do on offense and how easy it's been for them to do it so far this season against defenses that I would probably pick against a TCU defense if I had the choice in the Big Ten, I think Michigan's going to be able to score the ball fine here. The question is, how many points is TCU going to be able to put up against the Wolverines? Michigan comes in as about a touchdown favorite. We're going to get into all of those numbers from Bet Online in just a second here on the program. But I think a big part of the reason why is because of all of those stats we've seen from the Horned Frogs. They just have not really excelled in a way to make them say, oh, this is how TCU stops Michigan. 
So the question has to be that asked then. How has TCU won 12 games so far this season, of course? If the defense isn't anything special, the offense is doing just fine. Top 10 in points scored and does everything it needs to as a Big 12 offense does alongside this Big 12 defense. But the reason why TCU stands out above the rest in the Big 12 and in the country too is because they play clean football games. This team is not going to make the mistakes to beat itself. As far as turnover margin, TCU. 15th in the country. As far as consistency on offense, TCU didn't score less than 38 points until week 9 this season. Had only scored less than 30 in 3 of the 13 games it's played all season. Oh, and their quarterback just 4 interceptions as a team the entire season from under center for the Horned Frogs. So if you're looking for a way for TCU to give you this ball game, that's not going to happen. That's the biggest strength here for the Horned Frogs. This team does a lot of things well, but when you're looking at, okay, what makes them one of the best of the best, it's the stuff you're not going to see on that scorecard. The penalties, the turnovers, that stuff does not show up. Top 25 in penalties in the country, top 15 in turnover margin. TCU can be beat. Michigan can beat TCU. And if you ask me, Michigan is the better team out of the two. But that's the thing is that TCU will not beat itself. Michigan is going to have to beat it in order to win. If I'm a Michigan fan, I'm feeling pretty confident about my ability to do that because, well, Wolverines have looked pretty dang good in every other test they've gotten the rest of the way. And if I'm not worried about scoring points in this game, as I suspect Michigan might not have to be, I'm really, really confident in the ability to get to the national championship. I don't know what exactly TCU is going to try and specialize on here in this matchup. We will talk to our Locked On TCU, or maybe even just our Locked On Big 12 host, to get another closer look at this team so I can learn a little bit more about what they're going to try and do here. But I think overall the big, big picture stuff is that if you want to know what TCU is, it's a lot like some of just the classic Big 12 teams we've seen in recent years only they're going to play a really clean, concise, tight game. And we'll see if Michigan and Jim Harbaugh can overcome. I would put my money on it. Speaking of putting your money on it, we're going to wrap up the show here with some looks around some of the lines that we have to open things up as we get into the college football playoff conversation. Games are still, well, clubbing in on more than three weeks away, I believe. If I'm doing my math right, yes, I am. Uh, and, of course, national championship even further after that. But Bet Online still has some of the numbers out here for you. So let's dive on right into those. Uh, in some of just the betting odds that we have again from Bet Online, and if you want to keep track and play along with us, any lines that you hear here on Locked On Big Ten, they're coming from Bet Online. Let's take a look at them. I mentioned before, Michigan opens as a 7.5 point favorite against TCU in the one matchup. On the other side, Ohio State's a touchdown underdog against Georgia. That line I was a little bit surprised by at first, but then I think you factor in the fact that this one's getting played in Atlanta, which is unfair if you ask me, but we'll get to that at another day. But this game being played in Atlanta, it's a Georgia home game. I think I can understand those opening lines then at that point. So that's where we're at as far as the semifinal games go. It's Michigan plus 7.5 and, and then Ohio State plus 7. But also, BetOnline has put in projected lines for each national championship game scenario, too. 
So what happens if each team wins and then plays all the other options? Well, let's start with the most interesting one. If we get that Ohio State-Michigan rematch, a little bit of an interesting line here. Despite Michigan, of course, taking the regular season battle in a thomp, uh, whomping, if you ask me, it ends up being Ohio State favored by three in the opening lines for this potential national championship rematch. I found that interesting. Now let's say Ohio State wins and faces off against TCU. Numbers right now say that Ohio State would be a 10-point favorite in that game. If Georgia wins and faces off against Michigan, it has Michigan as an 8-point underdog to Georgia. So if you're not keeping track of those numbers, it basically says that according to Bet Online, according to Vegas, the teams stack up as Georgia at the top, then Michigan, or I'm sorry, no, then Ohio State, then Michigan, then TCU, at least as far as the betting odds go. So Ohio State, number four team, has the number two odds. The problem is, of course, it has to beat uh, has to beat Georgia to get to the championship game, the team with the best odds, according to Vegas. But that's where things are at right now. Real interesting. Having Ohio State over Michigan in that potential national championship rematch should things get there. Uh, only other numbers to really throw out there. The Michigan over-under for the first game is at 59 against TCU. Ohio State, Georgia is at 61.5. No over-under projections for games that aren't set up yet. And finally, some recruiting news before we send things away for the day. Unranked athlete Bryce Turner on the football field has committed to Nebraska. And also three-star offensive tackle Nick Olvera has committed to Rutgers as well. 6'5", He had offers from Cincinnati and Boston College, too. That's a three-star get for Rutgers. Once again, this has been Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week. We'll be back tomorrow with more on everything going on in Big Ten basketball and football. It's been a busy, busy start to the basketball season. And with all the football talk we've been doing, it's going to be nice during this month and couple of weeks off to really dive into how the basketball season started up. That's coming up here tomorrow on Locked On Big Ten, as well as everything else that we may have missed across Big Ten news today. Until then, be sure to follow the show wherever it is you get your podcasts on Twitter and on YouTube at Locked On Big Ten. That's one zero when you're typing it out at the end, not T E N. I'm Nate Dickinson at Nate with Sports on Twitter, and until tomorrow, this has been Locked On Big Ten.